perfection with your marketing and with your strategy is not the goal. Like we all want this perfect plan that is like, if I create this strategy and I just run through the to-do list that goes with this strategy, it's gonna work. It's gonna work out the gate. There's gonna be no issues, no roadblocks, nothing. That just isn't reality. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 591. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am almost ready to fully unplug for Christmas holiday. And usually the last week of the year, I barely work. Um, Typically, my nanny is off. She's not off the whole week, but typically she's off and I just do some extra stuff with the kids and just chill. But we also, for the last two years, we've done vision boards, which is really fun. My kids and I do vision boards and um, they set little goals for the year and I do my planning. Um, so that is what I will be doing next week. And it's it's a special time. It's good energy right before the end of the year going into a new year. Um I always love the opportunity to reflect. I actually spend a lot of December just kind of sitting in reflection and dreaming about the next year. So that is what I will be doing this week. And I thought it would be fun to pull in. I taught these mistakes a couple weeks back when I did my two-day marketing workshop on creating your 2024 marketing strategy. And they're just honestly really good and really powerful to talk about the four biggest things to avoid when looking at your next year's strategy. And honestly, there a couple of them are very common things that I'll talk about, and then a couple of them aren't. So we're going to dive into those. So the first mistake, the first thing is to not allow yourself to lose focus. And I think one of the biggest reasons why somebody doesn't achieve their goals in a year or make a lot of progress in a year and see growth around lead generation and sales is because they're not even clear. And it sounds so simple, but I know this is true because when I, for example, did my workshop, everybody got the most value out of just the format that creates clarity in what you should even be working on. Because the reality is with marketing, There's just so many things you could always be working on. So many platforms, so many ideas, so many strategies, so many must-dos. And that ultimately creates paralysis. So the first thing is to get super clear on what your goals are. What is your revenue goal? What are your other little goals that are going to back that goal? Are you going to launch a podcast? Are you going to sell a certain amount of your offer or service? Like, What's the target that we're shooting for next year? And are you super clear on that? And then bringing it down one more level, what are the actions that is going to be required to accomplish those goals? And making sure that throughout the year, because it's easy like January, February to stay focused, like the first quarter, you've got focus, you can create a plan, that's kind of easier. But then that's where a lot of people start to fall off because either something isn't working yet and they get frustrated or they get confused or they get sidetracked or they have shiny object syndrome or something happens that makes them lose focus. And that's where then the overall annual progress really loses its momentum. 
So going into this new year, what I would recommend that you do is first of all, have a clear scorecard. What is the scorecard? Where are you headed? What are your goals? Like numbers. I always tell people your goals, you should be able to look back at the end of the year and say, yes, I did that or no, I didn't. And it's a different topic to say what happens if you didn't accomplish them, but they should be very clear. Then what are the actions that are going to move you towards those goals? Okay. So those are the two biggest things. And then create a process, whatever works for you that next year you have in your calendar or already determined like times that you're going to come back and you're going to look at these goals and you're going to ask yourself, am I taking the actions that are going to move me towards these goals? Right. And the one thing to note here, that's like a nuance with focus is you need to stay focused. You can't let yourself get derailed by shiny objects or somebody saying, if you do this, like that is the path to success. That's a huge red flag if you hear someone say that. With that said, if something doesn't work and you see firsthand that it's not working and you're like, tried that, gave it my 100%, it's just not feeling exactly right or working right now. And so therefore I need to pivot that's a different story. Like you don't want to stay so rigid in a plan that you lose sight of the outcomes. This is something I have had to actually train team members on because it's very easy to look at a to-do list, especially in marketing. It's very easy to look at a to-do list and be like, well, we crossed off every item of the to-do list. But it's harder to take a step back and say, well, based on the outcome we're trying to achieve, is there something different we should be doing? Is there something we should shift and change? So what I typically recommend is having your full goals plan for the year, revenue, specific smaller micro goals around like offers you're going to sell, new offers you might launch, content you might launch, et cetera. And then go really deep with a 90-day plan. And from there, look at, okay, in this 90 days, I'm going to go execute this plan and I'm going to give myself time to reflect back on this 90-day plan and figure out what's working and what's not working. And from there, I will judge the next 90 days. So it is this fine line. It's creating harmony between focus and adaptability. That is very, very important. The next thing to really focus on is making sure that you don't get so rigid in a template or executing a marketing strategy that you forget about relationships and connection. So prioritizing relationships and connection in everything you do from your organic content, social media, ads, funnel strategy, webinar, website, all of it. Everything you do is to increase your connection to your audience, your leads, and your potential customers. And really remembering that when you boil it down, marketing is simple. It's about attracting people who are sitting on the other side of that screen, just like you, living their everyday lives, and they have a problem and they have a desire that you can address or you can solve their problem. So your only job in your marketing, which is not necessarily an easy thing, but it is simple, is to create an incredible experience that builds their trust and brings them to the place where they're like, I need what you sell. And this comes from, first of all, committing to having the connection with your ideal customer. Understanding, committing to having a deep understanding of what they're experiencing, of what they're feeling, of what they're saying, 
And if you don't have that connection, asking yourself, how can I create it? And then the next thing is bringing that into your marketing strategy and, and looking at, okay, in my you know content portion of my strategy, what is something creative or just taking it to the next level of depth that I could do in order to create more connection and build relationships? That should be the foundation of your strategy next year. The third mistake is playing too small. Like this is what I said a couple of weeks ago in the workshop. Don't create this plan and then set these goals and then not take action and put yourself out there. I know that it is scary to invest in your business. It is scary to release content. It is scary to take the next action and the next step forward. That is a normal thing. You're not an anomaly if you feel that. One of the number one reasons for my success, and you guys, if you look closely, you'll see this real time. I get an idea, I set a goal, and then I just take action. And you don't always see the things that don't work on the front end, but you are seeing me try a bunch of things. And then it comes to fruition every single time. And that is the biggest asset that you can have in order to make progress. And and the other piece is honestly like investing and committing your time and your money and resources, time, energy, and money into your business. This won't be relevant for everybody, but I do see, especially in the online space, a lot of entrepreneurs, especially moms, treat their business as if it's a hobby. If you want your business to be a hobby, that's one thing. But if you want it to be a legit business and you have a vision for it to be a legit business, you have to start treating it that way. That means the time that you put into it needs to be intentional, not on the side when I have time, I'll get to it and everything else takes priority over it. But it's like, no, I'm doing this. Same with the investment, like understanding and betting on yourself sometimes, believing in yourself. As entrepreneurs, sometimes we are the only ones who believe in ourselves in those moments. And I've been there many times where even like my husband, it's not that he didn't believe in me. He didn't get it, right? And I'm like, no, I know that this is the right next step and I'm going to make this decision because it's my decision to make. It's my business, right? So I know that it can be scary to put yourself out there, invest in your business, your marketing, getting help and all these things when you have this fear of failure. And wondering like, can I really do this? Do I deserve to do this? What if it doesn't work? What I told people on the training is if you are fear feeling that fear of failure and some people when they set their goal, they actually were like felt scared. They're like, well, if I set this goal and then I don't make it, then I failed. And I said, no, if you set this goal and you did everything you possibly could to make this goal come true, you didn't fail. Like the only way you can fail is to stop taking action, honestly. If you set the goal and you do everything you possibly can to make that goal become reality, you didn't fail. You learned what you needed to learn to be able to get to that goal, okay? And so also what I told people is if you are afraid to do something, like you're afraid to make an investment or you're afraid to hire help or you are afraid to release a podcast, sitting with the thought of what is the – absolute worst case scenario thing that's going to happen. Not saying that that's going to happen, but sitting with what is the worst thing that's going to happen and actually like 
playing that out and then asking yourself, if that were to happen, would I still be okay? Most of the time, the answer is yes. So if you have something that you know is right for your business and is right and needed for you to hit your goals next year, like you're like, I know I need to invest in paid ads or I know I want to hire this coaching support or I want to go to this retreat or whatever it is. And only you can know if it's the right decision. Like nobody can tell you if it's the right decision. But you guys know what I'm talking about. When you make a decision and you say no to something because of fear versus knowing I know it's not the right time or I know this is not the right thing. You don't want to be saying no when it's like I know that this is the right thing and I'm going to say no because I'm too scared. Okay? So when you have those moments, play out. Worst case scenario, this is what happens. And then ask yourself, if that happened, would I still be okay? And I've done this many times. I have invested. I actually went back. I calculated this year between the retreats that I have attended and signed up for, the mastermind I'm in, the coaching I paid for, um, and then the like somatic therapy and breath work coaching I've done. I've invested almost $100,000 this year in that growth. And combined, I mean, I can't even put a number on what it's paid because my happiness and peace, like I don't have a number for that. But my business has grown tremendously. And as I watch all of these other agencies do layoffs, we're growing, we're hiring, right? And that's because I invested in myself. I listened to my intuition on what the right decisions were. And I didn't play small. And also, If I mess up and I'm like, oh, you know, that didn't work out how I wanted, I just moved forward. And it definitely is easier said than done. But if you can sit with the worst case scenario and know I'll be okay, I'll just get back up. I'll keep going and I'll learn from it. And and then you take that action like you will be so much farther ahead of everybody else. Like everybody feels the fear. Everybody has the fear of failure. Everybody has the fear of like, what if I release this and nobody watches it? What if I post this and nobody likes it? What if I launch this offer and nobody buys it? What if I sign up for this thing and I don't make my money back? What if I get this help and it doesn't convert? What if I spend money on paid ads and they don't work? Everybody has the fear. The difference is not having or not having that fear. The difference is what you do with that fear. And do you let it stop you from taking action Or do you say, thank you, I got you, like, thank you, brain, because I know you're just looking out for me, and that's why you play the worst case scenarios in my head and the fear, but I know this is the right decision, and therefore, I still am going to move forward. And I'm willing to do that, to learn, and to get back up when something doesn't work. So don't play small. Like, if you look at the business you want to have next year, and you look at the CEO you need to be to have that business, the only way you're going to make that business a reality is to start acting like that CEO. Start making decisions like that CEO. I I tell myself this all the time. Like when I'm in a situation and I respond a certain way or make a decision a certain way, I ask myself, is that the CEO of my eight-figure company? Is that what she would do? And if it's a no, I have to readjust, okay? The last mistake is not trying to accomplish perfection, not making perfection the goal, understanding that perfection with your marketing and with your strategy is not the goal. Like we all want 
this perfect plan that is like, if I create this strategy and I just run through the to-do list that goes with this strategy, it's going to work. It's going to work out the gate. There's going to be no issues, no roadblocks, nothing. That just isn't reality. It is going to take some grit sometimes. It's going to take doing something that might make you uncomfortable. It's going to take probably a money investment, but for sure a time investment, some sort of investment in the growth. And it's absolutely going to have successful parts to it and parts that didn't work, right? And so if if you look at next year and you then go into the year and you're so rigid with how you act or you're trying to achieve this level of perfection and not understanding that like, Things not working is how you get to the next level by continuing to take action. Like that is the game. I realized this a lot this this year for myself, not in the sense of marketing, but in the sense more of, of my business as a whole. I realized, wow, I was trying to constantly achieve this like level of perfection where it's like we had everybody hired that we need. Every process was like perfect, was running really smooth. Like we're, we're hitting all our marketing goals. Everything's working. That that doesn't exist. And sometimes I would let myself say, oh, once that happens, like then I will fill in the blank, make sure I do this habit, have the present time with my kids. And it wasn't until mid to later this year that I was like, okay, no, I have this backwards. No matter what, when things are not working, when shit hits the fan, like my job is to remain unwavering and grounded no matter what. And if I can do that, now I have the capacity to handle what's next. So understanding with your business and your marketing and going after the strategy that you're creating, perfection is not the goal. Having it all work with zero hiccups and challenges is not reality. So go into it expecting those to happen and understanding that those are actually part of the journey to getting you to the goal. Sometimes we set a goal for ourselves and we may think we know how we're going to get there, but it's not always accurate. Like the actual in-between of A to Z doesn't matter. If you are clear on Z and you start on A and you know maybe like B, C, and D, then you can start taking action. And as you go and implement B, C, and D, like the next ones will become clear, right? And eventually you'll get to Z, but you don't really know the in-between because you have to do B, A, B, C, D before you can go to the next one. I don't know if that was a good analogy, but that has for sure been my experience with my business growth. And I think I've shared this on the podcast, at least shared it in the workshop. You know, when I look at all of my years in business, things that I'm doing in August, September, October, November, December, like I didn't plan those in January. They still align with my big goal, my big revenue goal and what I'm trying to achieve, but they unfolded as the year went on. They unfolded as things worked and didn't work and I got feedback and I got inspiration and I grew myself and all of those things. So understanding that perfection is not the goal and being committed to the journey no matter what. That's the fourth one. All right, you guys. Well, I hope that you found these helpful. Um, I am very excited for 2024. I think it's going to be a great year. It is going to be a great year. Not I think. It is going to be a great year. And it's going to be a year 
of fun and some new things as always. I think that it will continue on this path where authenticity, connection, and depth in your marketing and your business is so rewarded. And I think as always, there will be new opportunities. But I think people as a collective are really craving connection and trying and starting to do things differently. And so I think that the businesses and the entrepreneurs who look at their business and say, okay, how could I get creative? How could I do something different? How could I connect more? Like challenging themselves to step into that will do really well. So there's a little extra prediction for you guys. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch. <laughs>